Hey, welcome folks to Game Source's E3 special. Welcome. We are on E3 day one of the expo. Day one. Day one. Here with the CNC crew. We got Chris C and Corey with us. We got Chris and, and Corey, Corey in the house. Repeat that one more time, Nick. In the house. Right before that. We See got it. Chris and Corey. I mean, we, are we got Corey Chris, Chris and Corey. No, no. You can't do that when she points. You said Chris and Corey the first time. I didn't point at nothing. Yeah. Right there. Well, you see that line right there? That was Chris I and Corey. I got the look. <laughs> I'm first. Uh, we so, all know that. Welcome so, uh, welcome back, and we are here to uh, briefly touch on our day one impression. So day we, one. We were in a number of actually... Uh, uh, special breakout media sessions so we did get a glimpse of the show floor for the most part we got uh, we got an opportunity to kind of walk around and uh, kind of orient uh, orient ourselves with some of the uh, developers and publishers where they were in the halls and such so oh, yeah. we'll touch yeah. briefly today um, we'll be able to get much more in detail and depth with things tomorrow since we'll have a more extensive uh, show time uh, show floor time yeah tomorrow, I mean so. you know you can't do everything at E3 in one day exactly. that was only six hours the first day it's open no one can do all and that stuff. Let me tell you, that goes quick. Six yeah. hours burns. We quickly. we were like looking at the clock and we're like, oh, we have to do this. Oh, we have to do this. Oh, oh, we have to go. <laughs> it's like but, but, there was nothing else we could do about it. I, I think the easiest way to go is maybe to go in the route that we kind of took in terms of who we sat with first. So I think right off the bat we had Natsume. Yeah, mm -hmm. we had talked to Natsume, who's yeah. the uh, you may know him as the biggest publisher or one of the biggest published games that they've done is Harvest Moon, mm -hmm. which has been on. The 3DS, it's been back onto the DS, the Wii. Uh, actually, it's been all the way back on all Nintendo platforms, back to SNES, I believe. And I think they, uh, a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like the focal point of most of their games are Japanese-based, um, anime-ish. Natsume. Kind of. Natsume. Kinda, yeah. Natsume. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not an American word for, <laughs> for something American. Well, I don't want to say it's anime-ish, but it's Japanese art. Yeah. Uh, art, art is generally the way most of their games are exactly. are kind of orchestrated there. But I, I, I think... I'm not a big Harvest Moon fan. That that so much didn't appeal to me. It's more like a... It's a lot like Animal Crossing, or it's a lot like yeah. uh, a kind of sim, simulated uh, life that you live. But with Harvest Moon, it has a lot of its own ways to go that make it more unique than... Mm. Animal Crossing, or make it more their, unique than their you know, iOS than titles. Though I liked, yeah, they had their iOS titles. I liked. Like, uh, aside from from the uh, Harvest Moon, the newest one that they have was the Lost Valley that they've been showing there. That's going to be on the 3DS coming out soon. I'm heartbroken that that Wii U title. Yeah, the Wii U one was the. Uh, I'm bummed. I'm bummed that that's on the Wii U. To be honest with you, I yeah. wish they would port that over to PS Vita. I I asked them too if they're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Is it the is the, that the Aegis? No. No, oh, it, are you talking it, about the? It was the of, one that was in the book. End of symphony. End of hold on, hold on. End of symphony. Serenity. No. Seren in the Serenity. Oh, crap, I don't have my. Was that the Wii U one? No, that was the PSP one. That, that was, was the PSP the, one. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. US. Which is already out. And then there was the the Angus, Angus generation. That was the one for the Wii U. Yeah, I, like I said, it was in the book. Yeah. Freaking Wii U. Um, not not Endless Serenity. Yeah, so, yeah Serenity, which was out for or it was created for PSP, not even the Vita. Uh, it's which, a finished game, but it should be out by the summer. Which surprised me. Alpha Dia Genesis. That's the one. That's the Wii U one. They need to port that over to Vita it, or PlayStation. It looks 4. amazing. It, it does. But I, I, the way it's been put, 
since Vita does output in 1080p, I don't know if it can be made the same way and put on a portable console. But like the Wii U, come on. Wii U still runs. I mean, as 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 low end of, of a console it is compared to Xbox One and PS4, it still runs faster than a Vita will and or a 3DS ever will. Well, yeah, I know, but the Wii U is just the Wii. I mean, you have to give props. Wii U does have a lot of good parts to it, just not a lot that attend to you or me possibly. I mean, the Wii U does have other stuff like you know. Mario Kart and Smash <laughs> Brothers coming out, but we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, End of Serenity, we talked about Ninja Strike, which is a mobile game uh, coming out in August, I believe. I, I, um, I think that's kind that, of a, you know, if I mean, you got some time to kill or you're waiting for your plane or something, that's kind of a cool. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to many other games because there are some that I feel have been the same. Like, I consider it a, an attacking jump man, maybe. Or jump man? Is that the one? Or run, running man? Running man. That was the... the the one where you're literally no I'm comparing it not, oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah Ninja yeah. Strike is the one but yeah, yeah. it's like Running Man where you just run across you gotta go Temple up Run Temple Run not Temple Run not the iOS one the one that's on the Xbox and it's also on well PC. I think he made a comparison to Temple Run though instead of yeah, running he vertically made... he it is more of a side scroller yeah yeah, yeah like you gotta collect all the stuff and go I mean there's, yeah. I've seen a couple games like that but it's at least fun yeah uh, a new series or a new game in the Gabriella series Gabriella's Monstrous Duel which was more of a little strategic tic-tac-toe game, if you will. Mm-hmm. Very uh, very fun to play around. Uh, Real Fishing, which they've had a couple different iterations of, I've seen before. It's, it's spelled R-E-E-L, but it does have a R-E-A-L feel. Uh, it, it looks pretty cool. Like, at least the way it looks. You see? You see what I did there? <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. What? Now, uh, the other one that, that just came out uh, today on Tuesday, October 10th, so, uh, so June tenth, not October. Already October. Yeah, already October. We're out of E three, and we're still here in L A. Um, that was the hometown story, which is kind of like Harvest Moon, but instead of running a farm, you were running a shop. Yes. So a little bit different. It's more like a like it, shop simulator it, or shop tycoon. It's like a marketing simulator. <laughs> I think they have a bunch of those on Facebook. It's called like. How to economically and efficiently run yeah, your store. Like <laughs> what not to do Nothing to be productive as a store. <laughs> um, All right. Well, I guess I guess that kind of wraps up our visit there. And then I we went to go visit. Uh, well, we kind of walked we kind of walked around a little bit, and we stopped by Plantronics. We didn't get into a huge discussion with them. Yeah, there was there was a few other little things that we did, but I mean, yeah. it was just more on a personal level. Four um, lights. I want to talk about them because do, do you want to get to them after we actually or did we? Did we do... That was, a uh, uh, no, Little Orbit. Little, little Orbit. I think Little Orbit was post that. It was post that? that? Was, yeah, that was after right. that. I, I just want to get them in order, because I didn't write anything down. No, we, were there. we were too much hands-on that I had no yeah. time to pull out my... To pull out. Four I Lights. Now, Four Lights. I want to just give... To this, you may have my slippers in your boots. So. <laughs> <laughs> I left them there. I want to give John and, and sorry, the rest of those folks there a huge shout out, uh, shout out because, man, the... You, you folks are phenomenal over there. They they are really great. I mean, the people that work there. Now, the one thing with with Game Source, it is Vegas based. We we've been started and founded and continuing to work out of Vegas. Now, not all of our workers or all of our writers are from Vegas, but uh, we are that, based out of it. We are based out of it. Now, another thing with with Four Lights is they are as well. Now, we were able to talk to them, get a little bit more information about some of the games, some of the stuff they are coming out with, like Defenders of Time to PC tower defense strategy game which works 
slightly different than most other tower defense games. Um, but really fun game in total, and uh, hopefully we'll have a lot more information of them coming out. But uh, basically that game is tower defense, where you can have up to four people working at one time. And if you want to, you can also go four versus four, where you're going against the other teams to keep your base alive longer by either sending more troops their way to be attacked or however you may want to put it. But a very fun game, Defenders of Time. Uh, it's still an alpha, I believe they said. It's not even quite out yet or quite ready yet. But that one is looking really good. You've also got uh, a couple other things that they had announced. But Four Lights, check them out. I want to give them a big shout out because they were really cool. Yeah, and I think we had a good time playing that uh, four-player co-op against the other team. Yeah. Um, that was definitely... Uh, and we I think, won. Yeah, we I th- their butt. I think in terms of tower defense, they, they do something I, I they do something different. Well, I mean, they, they said, I mean, when you sell your towers, you get full refund back. So yeah. even if you've upgraded them, you get even those upgraded monies back. You're not penalized, which gives yeah. you the ability to, to move your towers to other places. And then the fact that... They had other- a three-dimensional part, too, of not just yeah. ground support, but they had aerial, which aerial had its own path that you had to kind of work around because they could fly over everything. So you had to manipulate it. It was like... It gave it a, a really weird tower defense way, but... And you think, oh, because you get your money back, it's easy. It is not. We mm. almost lost. I mean, I saw parts where we dropped a little bit below the other team. Mm. Uh, there was times that we we got like eight people by us at one time, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. And we worked around, worked around, and eventually I just started giving you guys money because for some reason I had the most. <laughs> I was not spending anything. I just kept upgrading one or two towers every now and again. Yeah, I mean – I, I again I, I think we we had a really great time over there. They they definitely do something. They add a unique element to their game that um, having not played a lot of tower defense games in the past, but having played a couple, I definitely find theirs to be more enjoyable and, and they build it to a way that I don't want to say forces you to do co op, but it encourages you to want to play with other players because it, it, it really enhances the gameplay and makes it a lot more fun to play. Yeah. So kudos to you folks. We definitely uh, we will have an interview for you if not tomorrow, the day after, after it's processing through. Uh, if they hear this by now, uh, or they're yeah. hearing this much later, and yeah, they're like oh, well, exactly. Thank but you, you, <laughs> you, you, uh, you ladies and gentlemen over there, definitely deserve a shout out because we, uh, we Game Source definitely appreciate your time today. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, little orbit. Um, I was actually really psyched for Adventure Time. Do not particularly <laughs> care. Time, Secret I, of Nameless Kingdom. Yeah, I don't care for the the TV series necessarily. However, the TV series is actually pretty good. No matter what age you are, <laughs> it's got like that. It does. That, it does have adult elements in there that. Yeah, that make you know adults kind of like. Oh, you know what? I kind of like this. Kind of yeah. like you know Shrek. There's, Shrek seems to be and, for kids, but there's a lot. Of almost stuff. all kids shows have that because if if kids are making their kid if kids are making their parents watch it, the show's got to do something for them. Right, it's gonna make those little innuendos. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't think that's the Sponge reason why. SpongeBob does it. Rugrats did it. Yeah, but Cartoon Network shows do it more, and that's a Cartoon Network original mm. show. Is is Adventure Time? Yeah, I know. And I but, just but, I just listed off Nickelodeon. two Nickelodeon shows. Nickelodeon didn't do it as much. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was was that, borderline. That, part, yeah, that, 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 that was, was adult border, cartoon. That, that was border. That, that was borderline. That's that's about as bad as South Park saying, "Hey, South Park's cartoonish because it's animated." Yeah. Not not at all. That was one. That and Cow and Chicken as well. Cow and Chicken. Cow and Chicken was a real big robot one. chicken. Robot Robot Chicken is on South Park's level. That's that's yeah. adult animated. That's, that's not even. 
like cartoons. Anyways, we're going off. <laughs> so let's go. Uh, but Adventure Time, yeah, it's a dungeon crawler, and the easiest game to compare it to is Zelda. It felt exactly like Zelda. I, but I, which I, Zelda? What Zelda? Link to the Past, baby. Link to the Past. I need, I want after we're playing that, I want to play that game now. Yeah. Uh, they said it's coming out in November. It's going to be out on all Nintendo systems, Wii, Wii U, and 3DS and DS, all four of them. So they're also sticking it back to the older generations. And then Xbox 360 and PS3 as well. So it's basically going to be on all but new gen. Well, this newest gen. Uh, they also introduced us to the Falling Skies TV game. T- Falling, Falling Skies TV show game. Sorry. Uh, which looks pretty cool. It's supposed to take place between seasons 3 and 4 in the time events. And there's uh, it's a strategy... A strategic type shooter, like a board game type. You make your moves, opponents make their moves. And of course, you being the survivors, if you have never seen the show, you're survivors. Opponents are aliens or the other creatures that uh, are attacking. And there's a bunch of different types of missions they have. This one was in a pre-alpha stage. They only showed you a, a, a 15 square foot area and it was just a couple attacks and it showed you a little bit about upgrades. Not much is into that game yet, but I can see it being really good later on. Um, many upgrades and stuff uh, should be out later on this year on Xbox, PS3, Wii U, and Steam for PC players. Um, Planes from Disney Pixar, right? Mm-hmm. Pixar, wasn't it? Uh, Fire and Rescue. This yeah. is a kid-friendly game. Very kid. Very kiddie game. I don't think Pixar means. I don't think it's from Pixar at the game, anyway. The movie, maybe. No, that's what I mean. Pixar is a, a movie. Disney, oh, Disney's, Disney and Pixar's planes. Oh. They cars made Pixar, right? No. Pixar made cars. Did they? I don't remember now. It doesn't matter. That's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, uh, they had made uh, a game called uh, Planes. Fire and uh, Rescue. Fi- Fire and Rescue, which you're playing as one of the main planes, who. Got a uh, a new job as a fire, uh, I guess, fire rescue plane or yep, a yep. fire extinguisher plane, we'll say. Yep, yep. And he, uh, he, you're just going around putting out fires, saving villagers uh, with the help of a of a helicopter as well from the show or from the movie. Sorry, and they they just work together in in ways that you help save people. Now this is a very kid friendly game. It's very simple. It's just as simple as I explained it. But it's meant for any ages. I'd probably say six, six to, to twelve, six to eight, six to twelve. Yeah. That's too low. Two eight, two years. If you're five, you're too young. Nine, you're too old. Yeah. So I think it's like six to twelve. But that one, uh, which seemed okay, but not, not something like. Uh, it's really hard to see a twelve year old play that game. <laughs> well, I mean, if they are a very big, um, <laughs> if they're very big in. Uh, into like the cars and plane series then maybe 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 Pixar well, did make cars and they did make planes so that was well, correct what was that um, other one not the I mean How to Trade and Dragon I, that one was that one was pretty good that I mean, was the last one. That was yeah, that was, uh, that for, was the last one from them. For, kid, for kids, I think. Yeah, it was another, it was another kid thing. But, it, I mean, you, you do more than just flying. They showed the flying of the dragon races, which looked kind of cool. It looked like a Mario Kart in the sky, uh, obviously. with um, That was DreamWorks, not Pixar at that time, um, who makes that. 
movie, I mean, not the game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you're just playing as, as the characters from the show, as they train dragons, they do a lot of different quests and different things. So, that was pretty cool. And that just actually came out today as well, uh, June 10th. So, that was a big one that they had just pushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, then we kind of walked around a little bit more after we left them. We, uh, we checked out some of the other... Uh, other stuff. I mean, EA has a massive booth. So Linux has a massive booth. I didn't tell you guys, but while I was walking around, I found out two very awesome things. Two very awesome things. One about StarCraft. Not StarCraft. Star Wars. Star Fox. Star Fox. Confirmed for the Wii U. A new Star Fox for Wii U? Like, not a remake of one? Star Fox for Wii U. Okay. <laughs> Star Fox for Wii U. And then uh, a remake of uh, Sapphire and Ruby Pokemon. Those out in November. Those were announced a little while ago. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were announced in. Uh, well, I ran into them and I was like, "Come again." <laughs> yeah, they they had pushed that out uh, about two months ago or something. There was a leak out to well, not a leak, but like a, a small announcement saying uh, next Pokemon game Sapphire and. Ruby for the uh, 3DS. Yeah, yeah. So those were those were pretty neat. They probably pushed out a lot more. They're probably going to tell you a little bit more about them, like how they're remaking them. If they yeah. add any stuff, obviously the Pokemon Bank and stuff will be added to them. But I just walked by and I was like, "Oh hey, that's cute." Yeah. <laughs> and then I walked away. <laughs> uh, what what did I find out that was pretty interesting? Well, I didn't find out anything, but I did see. Well, just personally, because I'm I'm the only of us three that play MOBAs like League of Legends. Uh, I saw Curse Gaming and I saw Voivoy there, who is a, uh, a world professional League of Legends player, like highly rated, probably one of the best ones in the world. And I was, I wanted to go say hi to him, and he disappeared literally off the stage as soon as his interview was done. Yeah, I, think, I have no idea where he was. I think went. by the time Chris walk, walked, did, did a double take, he was gone. Yeah, I couldn't find him. I'm like, no, where did he go? Where did he go? I want to say hi. And the, they were gone. It was just amazing. But uh, they will be there tomorrow as well, so I might try to run by and see him if I'm not busy. If I am, eh, oh well. But it'd be nice to meet someone that I've watched on Twitch, that I've watched through all four seasons of League of Legends and tournaments. I mean, it's just it'd be cool to see him there. Uh, but that was just me. Then after we got all of our star strickenness down, we went and uh, we went and got starstruck again. We went to go see uh, CCP Games, and at CCP Games. If anyone doesn't know, they are the uh, makers of Eve, Eve Online, Online, which has been going on for well over 10, 11 years, I believe now. And they got some good projects in the works. They do. Uh, Project Falcon. Four big and, ones uh, that I remember seeing. One, two, there was three, four, three, four, three. I see three things uh, on my list at least here. Well, they have Chronos Relief released already, which, which unveiled more ships, more stuff. Now, well, there's Valkyrie and Project Legion, right? Yeah, those are the two new games Projects, that they're re- yeah. that they're releasing. So, with I, I want to start with Valkyrie because that was the first thing we talked about. Now, I mean, he talked about a lot of other stuff. He talked about um, like their biggest battle that happened early in March. That was the BR five RB battle that went on. Uh, and in comparison, it went on... Everyone that's been online has probably heard about it, even a little bit. Uh, it was a battle that took out uh, so much time. I, I remember it saying, like, about like years and years of work 
from every player that lost something. It it took out all those plus over three hundred thousand dollars with what would have uh, converted into real life money uh, to make all this stuff. Yeah. So like the the battle was, itself was huge. It, it took so much of of news and so much stuff was announced from it that uh, not even just gaming like IGN us not not everyone just like us had announced about it, but it was even getting out to standard news sites like CNN and Fox and everything. They were even talking about this, saying, oh, one of the biggest video game, actually the biggest video game fight in online history has just happened. Uh, they, there were some statistics released, and afterwards when they said $300,000 in, in the real-life money to in-game currency was destroyed, th- that caught people's attention. So just to <laughs> let people know, hey... If you spent this much, you just lost it all. Congratulations. I hope you enjoyed that fight, which I thought was amazing still. And, like, the big thing that, like, I highly respect that they did was that in, like, and this whole thing had nothing to do with the developers at all. This was solely two huge player-owned factions that went against each other. Yeah. And the developers saw this, saw what had happened, and in this update that they recently did... I think they that was have the Chronos one. It's the Chronos release. Yeah. They have a memorial set where you can fly to in your ship and see this memorial out in space to commemorate that battle, that that huge battle that had just happened. So, I mean this this whole battle that Eve has been going on. I mean, granted a lot of people lost a lot of stuff there. It almost it, it, some people it probably touches them at heart like like a real war. Now it shouldn't as much, but uh, just the the time and effort that people have put into that game to see that kind of thing happen and make history in this world does does make a lot of difference. Um, but another thing that they pushed on after that is that they are working on their their Eve Valkyrie game. This go to Project Legion. You want to do Legion first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Because Legion was only barely touched upon. Now that's, with that's why. with them, they had released Dust Five Fourteen, which was a a uh, PS3 and a PC console game that resisted. Or re- I think it was just PS3. No, it went to PC. Did it? Yeah, they put it on PC afterwards, mm. um, which uh, consisted in the Eve universe. Now with Dust, you were inside or not inside? You were on planet as a soldier. And you would control soldiers to do to do war within within them instead of out in the space uh, using you know uh, spaceships and stuff like that. It's, yeah. You're using a first person or not first person, but like a you're using the individual people instead of the ships that they're fighting in. Right. And that way you can uh, control land, gain resources, that kind of stuff to help or, or control the way that the Eve universe worked up, up top. So, that was something else. They are remaking it now for... Not remaking. They're making a new game called Project Legion, which is going to work similar to that. They're in prototype. But it's going to be more consistent into the EVE universe where you can uh, hopefully hop in and out into different areas with EVE Legion, or Project Legion that they're calling right now, and the EVE Online universe. The other thing that we played was uh, EVE Valkyrie. Which all three of us got into. That was a trip. Literally was got into. Amazing. And the reason why it's a trip and we got into it was because it's their virtual reality game. Uh, you put on the Oculus Rift, it's inside there. Well, it did you, make us a little sick, though. 
uh, made you sick. I felt alright. I just felt trippy. I was like, whoa. Uh, but it it's using the virtual reality headset. You're actually in a cockpit in a dogfight, and you're going into battles out in space. Yeah. Right outside of a space shuttle, right outside of a, of a planet. So that was a really cool thing. Like, it was it was amazing to, to be able to turn my head and literally track the ship that it, that's chasing Chris and as Chris flies by in this dog fight or this this enemy flies by him I'm turning my head watching and turning my ship to face him <laughs> and everything and it's just it's if you guys haven't tried VR or any type of like augmented reality at all like it's I think that's a good way to start like that was a good first I have not tried virtual reality yet or Oculus or anything yeah. and putting that on it really made me feel like I can, I, can, I can see virtual reality. I can support it now more than I ever could before. It looks like it's there. It's coming right along right now. Yeah, I mean, they are coming. I, I had a little bit of a visual impairment when I was when I actually had the goggles on. I don't know if that was because I Well, I had really to, like, to readjust, and then after I readjusted and realized there's just a screen inside there, yeah. I was like, oh, I got it. Now I know where I'm at. Yeah, I think initially there is some, maybe initial visual impairment only because you're not used to the simulation that's built within the glasses but mm-hmm. uh, for me you know as somebody who I don't have a real bad uh, uh, real severe uh, I'm not severely prone to motion sickness but I mean I was I was very it was very visually distorting to me and it was very uh, it was very difficult for me I, I was actually like no joke waiting for me to get finished because I, I didn't I wanted to take them off because I was like uh, I mean I, I was getting dizzy because it was just I was all over the place. I could not, and it was stressful because I they would fly over your head like we were having this discussion, Corey. And we're flying over your head, and you're trying to look over them and target them, and you get, would have to spin your ship around, and you just you couldn't you couldn't find them. Well, that that's not just with your headset. That, I feel like that's with any dog fighting, whether it's you know military planes or a space shuttle, anything like that. I've always been bad, and I always can't coordinate that way with movement and shooting. So, that might have just been you're just as bad as, as I am about the that type of game. Yeah. But I can imagine the virtual reality of I kept my head still quite a bit, and I moved my eyes, but at, at certain times I was like, oh, I can also move. And that's when I was able to like look and say, oh, I can see it a little bit better when I do this. And no one can see me doing that except these two. But I was moving my head up and down, left and right. So I, I think virtual reality, though, it's not meant to be played at, you know, for six, seven hours like I do Titanfall or like I do other games. They're, but they're it, making it, advances on it. it. It can definitely be played for a couple games and make it seem really fun. I agree. Yeah, I, I have to agree to that. So that was the, that was basically the gist of what we caught into the uh, to the first day of the show floor. We also we saw some other stuff, but uh, a little bit too much to get into. We kind of want to keep this podcast a little bit shorter. Um, and I know Nick is just dying to get into a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, he's just like, oh, we're in LA. Let's get in hot tubs now. Hey, we got one hour before the pool closes. Okay, <laughs> so, hey, so no, I don't want to hear nothing because everybody else here wants to go there too. This is. And we just want to relax after this long day of bringing yeah. you the best news from your game source and we're dot com yeah and we're gonna keep it up by tomorrow. 
Uh, and, and just and just some short cap, just what to expect tomorrow. Just to interrupt here for a second. Yeah, of course. We got Bethesda Softworks. Uh, we're going to visit Natsume again. Um, although it's actually Inno Games tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. We also have Bandai Namco. Plus, we'll have show um, some uh, EA. Some, oh no, that's Thursday. Uh, EA's Thursday, yeah, and okay. The Witcher as well. Uh, but we'll inform you as the, the next days uh, ahead go on. But. Uh, make sure to check us out here at www.yourgamesource.com for the latest and greatest in all your gaming news and multimedia, which you can only find by tuning in to www.yourgamesource.com or check out our YouTube at slash yourgamesource, D-O-C-C-O-D-O-T-C-O-M. Darn it. Dot <laughs> com. It's .com, but... You spell out the word dot and com. And also check us out at uh, Facebook by tuning into Game Source. Um, I believe it's two words on. Yeah, it's two words in, in Facebook, Facebook yeah. one word in Twitter. Yeah, I can always. Uh, yeah. And then there's an underscore in our Twitch if you want to watch us stream, which we usually do every once a week, twice a week, three times a week. Definitely every Tuesday with Mr. Thranius, Mr. Corey over here. Which um, we should be doing right now, but we can't. Yeah, we're instead here where we can't really stream much at all. Sorry. We don't have our equipment, and a hotel room is not as efficient. And the internet we, it, sucks. It does suck. It does, we, it really, does suck bad. I don't think we could. But, but you know what? It kind of separates it evenly for everybody. So I, at least it's not that bad. But on that, Maybe we could. But on, <laughs> that, but on that note, let's just go ahead and wrap this up for tonight. Uh, tune in to us tomorrow. Make sure to check us out uh, for E3 Day 2 of the Expo Floor. Until tomorrow... Good night, and talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Good luck. Goodbye. I can't shake it!